Hey everyone, we're so glad that you could join us this weekend. Um, every year for more than a decade, the Spirit of God has impressed upon me the direction that He desired from the heart of God for the coming year for our church, New Beginnings. This year was no different. So back at the end of last December, I brought to this congregation what I believed was the word of the Lord for 2021. A lot has gone on on these first six months of this year. So I thought it would be best that at this midpoint of the year, we're about ready to finish the first six-month period of the year. I thought at this point, it would be good for me to remind us of the direction that God gave for New Beginnings. And the spiritual direction for 2021, the key word is dependence. And this is a tricky one because our culture up until very recently has always stressed independence. Our nation itself was birthed on the concept of independence. But in the kingdom of God, the success of an individual is tied to their dependence on God, not independence from God. Let's talk about that word dependence. It's the state of relying on or needing someone or something for aid, for support, or the like, to display complete reliance, confidence, trust in another other than self. Now, the struggle that we as Christians will face more and more in the future will be the battle to retain our dependence upon God and not on man in all of its varying forms. That can be refusing to become reliant on a governmental system or on a culture that is increasingly anti-God or even the unhealthy codependency in our person-to-person relationships that so many fall into. I think it's a good idea for us to stir this up again, for us to be reminded that the heart of the Father is for us to be more reliant, more dependent, more confident in him rather than ourselves or rather than another human being. What does it mean to be dependent on God? It means that my life no longer is going to be ruled or directed by my own efforts, by my own opinions, my own self-reliance. I'm going to give God the opportunity to be the Lord that I claim him to be. Many of us claim him to be our Lord. When we said that prayer, when we first came into relationship with, with the Lord Jesus Christ, we asked him to be Lord. We asked him to be Savior. And unfortunately, some of us, we very much want him to be our Savior to deliver us out of situations, but Sometimes we find it hard to submit to his lordship. I want for us to have what what it takes from the word of God, for us to live a life relying upon him, trusting in him, instead of trying to figure everything out on our own. We're going to make the decision that Jesus is going to continue to be the leader, the provider, and the inspiration in our lives. Depending on God, a dependence on God is, a basic, is basic to the Christian faith, to the Christian life. We trust in or depend on God for our salvation. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 9, it states, For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You and I should have nothing to boast about our salvation other than the fact that we're so grateful that God found us, that God lifted us up out of the garbage heap that our life was. But it has nothing to do with us except for us saying yes. It has all to do with him. Our salvation is dependent upon him. We can depend upon God for wisdom. James chapter 1, verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally, 
without reproach, and it will be given to him. And sometimes we have this habit of waiting till he's the last resort in our lives. We try to, uh, we try to extend ourselves. We try to rely on our own wisdom, uh, especially if we've been successful. We, try, we go into default. Well, this is how I did it last time. So it's probably going to work best if I go back to do it that way. But maybe God wants to do something different in our lives this time. And so in James chapter one, verse five, that's a promise that we can stand on, that I don't have to depend on my own wisdom. I don't have to depend on my own life experience. I don't have to limit myself to what I've been able to accomplish. I can tap into the wisdom of God and the wisdom of God will give me the answers, will give me the strategy, will give me the plan that I need to go forward. In the Psalms, it teaches us that, that the Lord's reliability with this description that's given to us in Psalm 18. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. We can rely on him. There's three different areas that we can rely on him. To be our rock, to be my fortress, to be my deliverer. Let me read it to you. Psalm 18, verses one. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. The declaration is made there, in whom I will trust. My shield, what is a shield? It's a method of protection. And the horn of my salvation. Horn in the Bible always is symbolic. We're not talking about a trumpet horn. It's talking about like an animal horn. That is always symbolic of strength. He is our salvation. He is our stronghold. Verse three, I will call, call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. What is this psalm telling us? It's telling you, I'm not going to be saved from my enemies through my own strength. I'm not going to be saved from my enemies through relying on somebody else, another human being. I'm going to be saved from my enemies because the Lord God is my protection. And when I am dependent upon him, that's when I walk in complete deliverance. That's when I walk in complete lack of fear. That's when I walk in total confidence in God. We're to depend on him for everything and in everything. I want to focus on Proverbs chapter 3 for a little while. This was very strong, very strong part of the message originally at the end of last year. Trust in the Lord. I'm going to be starting in verse 5, Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That is an answer to every day's problems, every day's concerns, every decision we have to make. I'm going to read it again, and I want you to start picturing yourself actually walking this out, actually living your life this way, to cease from worry, cease from anxiety, cease from trying to have all the answers yourself. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Well, in my heart are all the areas of concern. So if I'll take those areas of concern and I'll put them in a place where I could just entrust the Lord with them, but the next part's going to have to be closely linked to that because if I'm going to take all that's in my heart that I'm concerned about and I'm going to trust the Lord with it, then I'm going to have to stop leaning on my own understanding. And in all of my ways, I'm going to have to acknowledge him. And the end result of that is going to be that he's going to direct my path. Verse seven, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, have, have a healthy, awesome respect for him and depart from evil. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. Why do we need to depart from evil? Because when we engage in evil, it opens up the door for the enemy to come in and afflict our lives. 
So we're going to fear the Lord. We're going to hold him in, in high respect. We're going to hold him in honor, in a place of awe. But we're also going to depart from evil. And the end result will be this, because we're doing it all in dependence on God. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. That's good. It affects us physically. The promise we have here is that our physical health is actually affected in a good way when we live in complete dependence upon God, and that is what the Spirit of God has called us to. I don't believe it was just for 2021. I believe he introduced it for 2021. But I believe this idea of being living a life that's completely dependent upon God is the way that we're supposed to live from this point forward until Jesus comes to get the church. Listen to it in the Passion Translation. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. We live in a day and age where everybody's got an opinion. Everybody thinks they have the right to express that opinion. Everybody thinks they have a need to give you their opinion. And yet we're told if we're going to trust in the Lord, we've got to put those opinions aside. Trust in the Lord completely. Do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find healing, refreshment for your body and spirit. You'll long for, your spirit will long for and glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your very best, with, the, with every increase that comes to you. So the dependence has to spill over not only in your physical body, your physical health, your mental health, your, your, your ability to think clearly, but it's going to affect even your finances. We're told in verse 9, glorify God with all your wealth. Well, sometimes you got to get to the place where you're completely dependent upon God for everything in order for you to get to that place where you're going to glorify him with all your wealth, honoring him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings, from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Man, that, that sounds like a state of being that we all want to enjoy. And we can. But over these past six months, I would imagine you're just like me or just like anybody else. You may have found yourself having to rely more on God, more on his ways. Or, or the danger is because of the pressures, <clears throat> because of the instability of the past six months because of outside pressures affecting us have you slipped back into a pattern of trusting in your own abilities to move forward in life and this is very easy to do it's not difficult to slip back in those areas if we're not careful if we're not aware we can start slipping back into areas where okay well i got this i i did well i had i had a challenge in this area but i overcame it so I'm just going to trust in my own abilities. And we don't even realize we're doing it, especially when you're successful, especially when you're good at something. It's very easy to slip back into depending on yourself when you're good at something. Dependence is either total relying on God 100% or not at all. Partial dependence will not make it. And I think some of us have discovered that. The Amplified Classic version of Proverbs 3.5, lean on. Trust in and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. So let's talk about some of the things that we're learning from Proverbs 3. Again, this is to refresh us. This is to strengthen us. Why? Because we want to finish strong in 2021. We started out strong. We started, this was a very strong message at the beginning of this year that this time, this season of life is going to require right now 
the Holy Spirit speaking, even through some major people, international ministries, that God used to confirm that message in my heart. The Holy Spirit desires that every Christian, every born-again believer, begins to live a life that's completely dependent upon God. So, so what are we learning? What, what is the message of dependence from Proverbs 3? Number one, rely on, trust, and have confidence in God before anything or anyone else. To, that's a, that's a, almost a matter of honor. I believe it dishonors God when, we, when he who is willing to give us all the wisdom that we need, when he who is willing to protect us, to provide for us, to inspire us, to lead us and to guide us, and yet then we choose to put our trust in another human being or put our trust in ourselves, how can that honor him? I believe if we would trust in him more, if we will declare our confidence in him, and then we'll actually do that, we'll actually rely on him, I believe that's one of the best ways that we can glorify God and one of the best ways that we can bring him honor. Number two, don't trust in your own abilities. What works the last time may not work at all this time. God may want to use a completely different set of circumstances. He might want to give you a completely different strategy. I think I referred to this in the past. If you study out the Old Testament, especially in David's life, David fought battle after battle after battle, but rarely did he fight a battle the same way. Every time he, he faced an adversary, God would give him a different strategy. He might tell him to come around the back of a city, or he might tell him to wait. At one particular time, he told him, wait until you hear a rustling of tre- in the trees, and then attack. We don't know why, but God gave him these different, different strategies. Why? So that God would get the glory, not David. Number three, this might be a really tough one. I know we talked about this at the beginning of the year. Stop being a know-it-all. Rely on the Holy Spirit to teach you. First of all, stop being a know-it-all because it's not attractive. It's that we don't attract people to us. We don't, in fact, we we, we push people away. When when you get a reputation of being a know-it-all, if you're the the one that always always have to tell everybody else how to do things or give your opinion, that that pushes people away. So stop being a know-it-all. Rely on the Holy Spirit to teach you, to direct you, and to remind you of everything that the Lord, through the Word, has taught you. It's not wrong for us to remind each other what the Word says, but it is wrong for us to conduct ourselves in such a way that we think we know it all, because we'll do the same thing with God, and that's not going to get us anywhere. That's not going to get us a direction. That's not going to get the results of affecting our our health. It's not going to affect our finances the right way. Number four, Involve him in every area of life. It's amazing how we always wait to turn to God when we have no other choice. We have no. He's like the last resort, and I don't think that's. I don't think that serves a purpose for us to treat him like that. Involve him in every area of your life, every area of your life, your health, your emotions, your finances, your future. Don't give God the difficult areas of life, and then you hold on to the smaller areas of life. Well, well, I'll give you this, God, because that's difficult. I'll hold on to this. No, when you hold on to, when you and I hold on to any area of our life that we think is minor, it eventually turns out to be something major because we did not submit it to God. We do that sometimes with relationships. We think we, you know, it's okay. Relationship is established. We don't have to pay attention to it so much. We don't have to invest in it that much. We think we got this here. And then all of a sudden, through neglect, we find out later that the relationship has gone sour because we didn't commit it to God. We didn't rely on him. We didn't depend on him to show us how to continue and to maintain and to sustain that relationship. Number five, you and I can live in peace no matter what is going on around us. One Bible commentator put it this way. Depending on God alone does not mean we act foolishly. 
Jesus did not need to jump off of the pinnacle of the temple to prove that he depended on God. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 5, we have the account of the temptation in the wilderness. Jesus had just been baptized, had just been established by the voice of God from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. What is the first thing the devil does is come in and try to contend for that declaration that was just made. How did he do that? Through temptation. He tempted Jesus, trying to infiltrate his mind with seeds and thoughts of doubt in who he was. And so it says here in verse 5 of Matthew chapter 4, Then the devil took him up into the holy city, obviously Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, the highest point, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Isn't it amazing that the devil himself knows how to quote scripture? I think sometimes he has scripture memorized better than we do. He's quoting from Psalm 91 here. Verse 7, Jesus responds, with another scripture said to him, it, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Jesus didn't wildly throw himself off the highest point of the temple, screaming, I'm trusting God, I'm trusting God. He trusted God to deal with the problem. How did he do that? He committed himself to the word of God. He answered the devil with the word. There is a difference between trusting God and putting God to the test. Depending on God alone does not mean that we dispense with God's gifts, with the things that he's provided for us in our life for us to benefit from. Uh, for instance, a, a person could have strep throat. So she, during allergy season, sometimes people get problems with their throat, affects their voices. Uh, that person may refuse to go to the doctor saying, oh, I'm going to depend on God <clears throat> alone to heal me. Uh, unless we have confidence that the Holy Spirit has told you to do so, Go to the doctor so that at the very least we know how to pray about it. So how is that depending on God? Are you kidding me? Today to go to a doctor takes more faith than to stay home and trust God on your own. But there's times we need to go. You need to find out what is the extent of your condition so that you don't act foolishly. And so when I have to submit myself to that, I put myself in a position, Father, I'm depending on you, that you are good enough, powerful enough, strong enough, wise enough to either speak to that doctor to give me the advice that I really need or to block any bad advice that possibly the doctor may give me. But I'm doing it in dependence on God. When a person has to take medication, we take medication, it's made out of elements that God put on this earth. They didn't come from outer space. It didn't come from the demonic realm. Medicine doesn't come from there. Now, if it's used wrongly, it could have the wrong results. So if I have to take a supplement, if I have to take a vitamin, if I'm taking some type of a medication for a situation that I have to deal with temporarily, I'm taking it in dependence upon God that God is going to make sure that these elements that he created in the earth are going to affect my body in the right way. So we don't have to be foolish. Uh, a person driving a car may close their eyes and release the steering wheel and say, Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, that is not dependence upon God. That is complete foolishness. God has given us wisdom. He's given us the wits. He's given us the understanding to be able to steer a car. We can still depend on God as we visit the doctor, knowing that all healing ultimately comes from God. We can still depend on God when we drive because it is he that gives us wisdom. He gives us understanding. God gave you the coordination from your brain to be able to tell your hands which way to turn that wheel, whether to stop, whether to you know, see a red light in the, in the distance. You're not going to continue speeding. 
okay? So depending on God is not acting foolishly. Depending on God is not acting wildly. And it's certainly not trying to put on a show for others about how much we're depending on God because when you do that, you always fall flat on your face. So again, this word is dependence, dependence upon God. If you find areas of your life where you feel like I've taken them back, I haven't been depending on God, please, please submit those areas to God. And so far, 2021 is proving to be the year when we are forced to say we have no power in and of ourselves against this adversity that is coming against us, but our eyes are upon you. However, if you've been living a lifestyle of independence from God, doing things your own way, making yourself the center of attention, and a self-made person, you may have a hard time. The future is going to require you to abandon self-reliance. And unfortunately, you may learn, you may have to learn it the hard way, but it doesn't need to be that way. The Holy Spirit invites us to come into a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, our Lord, that will position us in a place where we're able to trust him for every area of life, even in the midst of loss, confusion, disruption, what we've seen over this past 18 months has been just crazy. So much disruption, so much confusion, so much controversy, so much division. Those things can, if we're not careful, can affect us in a way where we start to close in on ourselves and not wanting to trust anybody, especially God. Dependence upon God allows us to do things that we need to even if we're afraid. Dependence upon God permits me to disconnect from my limitations and connect with his unlimited power and his unlimited potential. Dependence upon God causes our lives to illustrate the faithfulness of God because he never fails. When we depend upon him, the people around us are going to see the end results. They're going to see, I'm sure you've had situations in your life. I've had situations in my life. I've had situations in this ministry where we had to stand steadfast. We had to completely depend on God for every little thing in confidence and in faith. And when the end results panned out, it caused people to give glory to God. I want to pray for us. I want to pray for every single person that's watching this right now. Lord, we don't know what the rest of 2021 may bring. But Father, I pray that every single one of us would acknowledge our dependence on you and you alone. Apart from you, Father, we have no power to deal with any adversity, anything that's on the horizon, the things that are coming in the future that we know that will be difficult, the things that are coming in the future that we know that will challenge our faith, Father. We want to commit all of those things to you. Lord, there's a great war that goes on on the inside of us. It's a, it's a power struggle. There's part of us that wants to completely release ourselves to you. There's part of us that wants to hold on with all of our might. Father, help us to release those areas to you. Help us through the power of the Holy Spirit and by the inspiration of your word, that when we walk in your word, Father, that we can live this life free of care and concern, free of anxiety and stress, Father, that as things come into our lives that we don't know how to deal with, we'll just be free to just release them to you. Even as you said in your word, casting all of our cares upon you because you care for us. And Father, I pray that we will finish 2021 strong, strong in you, strong in our faith, strong in the power of the word, being led by the Holy Spirit in every instance of life. Father, I pray that over every single one of us 
In Jesus' name, amen.